Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Okay, Albie. All right. Two late for filing taxes charges in one um, lying on a gun form um, saying that he omitted or, or did not indicate that he had a, a drug problem, Hunter Biden. Mm-hmm. So the gun thing has been broomed. He is, he is good to go. Uh, he's on a yeah. sort of a probation. Yeah, it's it, a plea deal. So right. he organized to... Get rid of the gun thing, and if he pleads guilty to these right. couple of little tax things that are misdemeanors and no jail time, yep. nothing. Exactly. So this is the the plea deal they've come um they've come up with. These are all the charges they've come up with here after uh, five years of investigating him, in which there's a laptop full of drugs in girls, and the so- FBI has evidence that like foreign nationals are, have recordings of them making deals with the then vice president biden exactly so you know, so, so you know. yes uh, the the fix is in i think <laughs> it's fair to say yeah and i mean and i think a, a president trump obviously said this um i think a lot of people said that the doj would charge trump um and that they would also charge hunter biden to prove that they were being super fair and apolitical of course, that's a joke because Trump is probably, I mean, he could face like real jail time. He's got all these felony charges of obstruction and all this stuff. And Hunter is not facing anything. And he actually like on purpose did stuff wrong. Like he's just blatantly influenced peddling. Clearly still is. So, so the new Tucker on Twitter is out. Obviously, we watch that. It is all about this. Um you know, goes through the Hunter Biden stuff that he's, you know, he's still, he's still making money purely by being Hunter Biden. By being Joe Biden's right. son. Right. Exactly. There's no, he has no, like, day job. Right. And I guess the newsy thing from Tucker was that he actually sold a bunch of these paintings for 75 grand each. Oh, not the paintings. Prints oh, of the oh, paintings, right, right. like the posters that you can buy at a museum yes, not of, the, priceless of the water lily. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, the originals, I'm sure we can all understand why somebody would pay a half a million dollars or a hundred Biden original. Right. But, um, you know, this is just for the print, like the poster thing that you buy at the museum shop to take home and put in a frame at your house. That thing, the print of it of a Hunter Biden costs 75 grand. Exactly. And he sells like multiple per week. Your refuge. There's no goal, he says, grinning with those fake teeth. It just keeps me sane. But actually there was a goal. And if you didn't know what a virtuous person Hunter Biden was, you might think it looked a lot like money laundering. Two years after that interview, Hunter Biden was selling prints of his art. And to be clear, just the prints, not the quote art itself, (laughs) but effectively 
photocopies of it for $75,000 a pop. Apparently, Hunter Biden moved five of these repros in just days. That's $375,000 in less than a week for signing copies of your fake art. As for the paintings themselves, childish self-indulgent blots, those sold for half a million dollars a piece. That's freaking so, incredible. Right. That is freaking incredible. I didn't know that, did you? Um, I didn't know he was selling prints. I mean, obviously- he, Did you know that he was selling stuff for $500,000? Um, I knew, I think I knew it was in the hundreds of thousands. I think they had talked about up to 250,000 when he was doing the gallery shows. Do you remember that? This was back at the beginning of the Biden presidency and KJP told us it was none of our business what he was doing and referred us to his spokespeople as yes. though there's Hunter Biden press secretaries holding press briefings every day or something. This uh, is last so the gallerist managing, uh, who has been tasked with ensuring the buyers of Hunter Biden's artwork remain anonymous. Uh, he said that uh, Hunter will be attending his, his opening as well next month, um, and has said friends and families will be attending as well. Uh, does the president or first lady plan on attending that, that opening? I'm not aware of plans for them to attend. Go ahead, Rachel. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're right. It wasn't KJP at that time. It was, no, yeah, it was Saki. Um, it was Saki. Um, it's so interesting. It's so interesting. The, um, the, <laughs> the questions, you remember they said that they were going to have a gallerist, the gallerist was in charge, mm -hmm. yeah. and then the White House wouldn't be keeping tabs on it because they wanted to be totally independent. Right. It, this, this gallerist was, I think we had an old episode of it. This gallerist was... Uh... Yeah, and they had, I mean, ethics people on, like, not even Fox News, but the other cable news channels, ethicists saying, like, this is bad news, and the White House still wouldn't answer any questions on it. Yeah. <sighs> so, uh, so there we go. I, I, I think that this is... It, it's just horse bleep. And... Somebody was saying this morning, or maybe it was me, saying that that, that this means, to me, this has got to mean that that Biden's not running. He's not going to be there. Well, so I've seen a lot of speculation that this was the deal, that they told Biden they'd do this and not prosecute Hunter for anything really bad if he gets out of the presidential race. So a lot of people right now predicting that Biden's going to drop um, from the presidential race, especially because he's been looking especially uh, sickly and weak lately. Oh, you're right. But I mean, I, to me, this—I hate to be conspiratorial, but conspiratorial, conspiratorial, conspiratorial. Yeah. Um, but to me, this has got to be somebody in Merrick Garland saying, "Okay, we're gonna let the kid off easy, and you're gonna go." Because yeah. it doesn't make any sense. You wouldn't spend five years on this with all the sh sh you have on the guy, all the stuff you have on the guy. You all you have to do is track one of the girls. In the video down and realize that she was 16 at the time when, when he's feeding her crack and having sex with her and then you've got some charges i mean there's so much they could make i can't there's do all the stuff that he did on that laptop and not be arrested there's a lot more there than there is with like matt gates that the left is perfectly willing but maybe i mean think about this too maybe if you're the deep state if you're the doj and the fbi and all these people Maybe it's better for you to have a president who has this hanging over his family. That but, knows but what, that he's been. He's been like Tucker said. He's been baptized, cleansed. Oh well, yeah, for now. But like that, you know that if the FBI wanted to, oh, they I could see. get I Biden see. on a bajillion other things, Can right? They, if is the that DOJ, not double jeopardy? Not for. I guess oh, they, you can be investigating. I guess be you can't be charges. charged with the same crime again. Right. Um, but you can, I mean, Biden knows that his, in, that if they actually went after his family for this stuff, that like he would be screwed. There's no, I mean, right. say what you want about the Trumps. Like, it, did they possibly like become richer from the presidency i don't really know i mean like i think they also lost a lot of business deals because of the presidency too right but like clearly they sell stuff with the trump name on it and this raised his profile and like i mean there could have been some business benefit there possibly but the trumps actually sell a real product right, right. like they have hotels that have ho offer hotel rooms to people for sale 
It's not well, a print right. of a Hunter Biden painting. That said, the Ivanka Trump even, clothing was like actual even, clothing that you could buy and worked yes, as clothes. Yes, but that said, nobody wired Baron Trump money. Right. Other countries, carve-outs, cutouts didn't wire Baron Trump money. I mean, the Biden people... But people were saying like that, oh, like China gave Ivanka Trump like better patents on her stuff like her Ivanka Trump stuff or whatever, right? Like that she got trademarks on things that she wouldn't have been able to get or whatever. I forget exactly right. how and it all worked out. Right, people mentioned that, that, that um, Kushner has gotten money from the Saudis, whatever. I mean, and of course, he worked in the Abraham Accords. I'm sure he made contacts and relationships, and he's a businessman. And, you know, right, but <clears throat> if, you can, if, if there was pay for play that was somewhere out in the open... I get the feeling the feds would be more than happy to put yeah. all of them Yeah, or you remember jail. there was all the fuss about, like, the Trump Hotel in Washington. Like, what if foreign mm. nationals stay at the Trump Hotel? <laughs> right. Like, and they, as though, yeah. And I would, too, if to I was a foreign national. To impress Trump. Of course. So you can say, oh, I was just in your hotel downtown. Beautiful place. It's amazing. Loved the fancy bathroom or whatever. Like, you know. It, but, so I, I do think there is something there. But, like, at the end of the day... Trump had a hotel that people paid money for the service of getting to stay there. Right. And the hotel was, by the way, built before he was president. Unlike the so Hunter Biden. The hotel was built back in the reality where there was no way he was ever going right. to be president. Right. So the Hunter Biden paintings and that stuff. And I mean, like Hunt, all Hunter Biden stuff, like because there's no Hunter Biden wasn't some like get for a big multinational corporation. He was a crackhead. Correct. Call <laughs> me right back. This again. is um this is Jen Saki last year being um that by the way I, I cut the mics for that. That was my son demanding that Alice wipe his butt, so she's not going to do that. That is uh that is our reality. Can I have a question mm -hmm. on Hunter Biden's artwork? Mm -hmm. Did the White House play any role in crafting the sales agreement with the New York Gallery um to protect the uh the purchasers or the ultimate purchasers identity? Well, I can tell you that after careful consideration, a system has been established that allows for Hunter Biden to work in his profession within reasonable safeguards. Uh, of course, he has the right to pursue an artistic career, just like any child of a president has the right to pursue a career. Uh, but all interactions regarding the selling of art and the setting of prices uh, will be handled by a professional gallerist adhering to the highest industry standards. And any offer out of the normal course would be rejected out of hand. Is that gallerist? Will not yeah, we definitely have fun with this buyers last year. or prospective buyers, including their identities with Hunter Biden or the administration, which provides quite a level of protection and transparency. The right. gallery owner is a private citizen who might not be privy to who might have some interests in purchasing this artwork. <coughs> is the White House doing anything to work with the owner to make sure um, there's not impropriety there when it is ultimately sold? So, so Alice, let me just, this is last year, Jen Psaki being asked about the gallerist. I just want to go back a little bit. I won't bother you guys with the whole thing, but... Um, so she reads, so the, the question, and then she opens up the Trapper Keeper, and she's reading what is obviously a legal statement. I can't do this without you having headphones okay, on. Okay, I'm coming. Okay. Play any role in crafting the sales agreement with the New York Gallery um, to protect the, uh, the purchasers or the ultimate purchaser's identity? Well, I can tell you that after careful consideration, a system has been established that allows for Hunter Biden to work in his profession within his reasonable profession. safeguards. Uh, of course, he has the right to pursue an artistic career, just like any child of a president He's has 52. the right to pursue his child. Career. Uh, but all interactions regarding the selling of art and the setting of prices uh, will be handled by a professional gallerist adhering to the highest industry standards. And mm -hmm. any offer out of the normal course... Now, it's a good follow-up that's coming because she... She's not accepting that. She's not buying that. Rejected out of hand. The, the gallerists will not share information about buyers or prospective buyers, including their identities with Hunter Biden or the administration, which provides quite a level of protection and transparency. The right. gallery owner is a private citizen who might not be privy to who might have some interests in purchasing this artwork. <coughs> is the White House doing anything to work with the owner to make sure 
um, there's not impropriety there when it is ultimately sold? Well, I think it would be challenging for an anonymous person who we don't know and Hunter Biden doesn't know to have influence. So that's right. protection. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And, and that's there's the, no way that's they the, can possibly tell them afterwards. Well, there's that's no the way grift, they right? can invite Hunter that, that, over I love that because they're see, showing us the grift. Right. They're saying, yeah, it's totally anonymous. So, I mean, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way. It's like the guy's going to be, uh, you know, on a Zoom meeting with Biden, and Biden's going to back. He's got a, a, an original Hunter he print. He has every right to pursue an artistic career, just like all of us. Jen, um, okay. on this call this morning with the Russian president, did President Biden discuss at all the Taliban delegation that was in Moscow yesterday? Uh, the, the focus of the call to determine where these Afghan nationals await their Sorry, time gonna... period for their visas as U.S. facilities and bases okay, that are located. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it, I mean, what an operation. So, I mean, so Hunter, um, Hunter walks after all this. Yeah. After all this. It's fine. It must be nice. Yes. And so, I mean, he's just a lifelong low life and that laptop should be it. They're asking for trouble. We go back to what Schilling was saying yesterday. Right. You're going to have a freaking problem here. Mm -hmm. You can't do this. There's too many people who've gotten in trouble for gun paperwork errors to, for, for that to fly. Like, people know the kind of trouble people get into for screwing up this, for lying on gun registration forms. You can be in really big well, trouble for that. Like yeah, but ordinary people, that, and they dropped the gun off. They threw right. it away in a trash can near a school. I mean, I that. What about the hookers? What about the drugs? What about nothing? So what can you do if you're this? If you're this guy, you you can do anything you want. And yeah. and also, he paid the taxes, but he paid them late, so they're delinquent. Every does everybody get that? Because I know Jerry Callahan, and I used to do the show with him. He had a friend who went away to jail because he screwed up his taxes. Right. It's like, it's just crazy. This is, I mean, it's fine. It's not good for this country that that this guy's not going down for this. It's not good. No. Because, because we can all see what's happening here. Just like the thing with the gallerist and, oh, it's anonymous, so whatever. We're seeing the sleight of hand in front of us. We're noticing yeah. what's happening here. They, they don't even bother to really hide it. No, and then and then you've got Trump, you know, who's going to go for boxes of stuff, go to jail, and you've got Biden, whose boxes of stuff is not going to go to jail because the famous rule that he cooperated when they demanded mm -hmm. them back four decades later. Right. It used to be that it was a risk to the country because they were in, in so, they were somewhere that was not secure and you had no right to have them. But then, when once we found out that Biden also had someplace insecure, we didn't have to have him. It that became no. It's not the contents that matter at all. Mm -hmm. It became the fact that Biden cooperated with the right. feds and Trump was fighting with them. Right. This hair splitting and just uh, improv of new factors, new realities here. It's BS. There is going to be another GD problem, and you know what else is a problem? What? Is that the last time there was a problem, the feds rounded up everybody and threw away the key. Oh, you mean January 6th? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it's so, true. And right. So this time, people are going to resist being rounded up. Right. I mean, obviously, the right has to get smarter, too, because a lot of what the difference is between January 6th and a bunch of these other riots and stuff is that People put stuff on social media. They cooperated with the feds. I guess cooperating isn't always the smart thing to do. <laughs> because for January right. 6 people, it sure wasn't, right? Like, and, you know, if you're in the dead of night rioting with Black Lives Matter and throwing Molotov cocktails, like, you, your life is just fine, right? You know, that's not, you're not punished the same way January 6th people are. Right. Well, and I mean, part of that, part of the reason for that, though, is that these leftist organizations fund lawyers to tell you where the line is, what to do, what not to do, what to say to the feds when they come knocking at your door, etc. Like they, yes, they do that stuff, and the right doesn't. It's been totally disorganized, and, right. and, the, and we know the that right... any, around Trump is is they they try to get people to process crimes. So right. remember, we got invited, or somebody asked if we were going to head down there to the Stop the Steal rally. We were like, mm -hmm. what? No, we're not going down there. 
um, to stop the steel rally. You know, we're not that that we weren't we're not that involved with that. But had we gone, and had I heard that there was like the bleep hitting the fan at the Capitol, I would have walked over to where the Capitol is. I wouldn't have gone, been on Nancy Pelosi's desk. I don't think I would have gone in unless somebody was waving me in, saying, "Oh, it's up open to everybody." I'd be like, "Wow, you no know, usual line. You don't have to reserve today. Wow, this is interesting." Yeah. Who knows? And then if some Fed comes over and talks to you and says, "You know, she visits us," you know, a month later during and the middle asks of the day, about and it. says, "Hey, guys, just want to know you're not under being investigated here, but I, we just have some questions about your observations of that day, whatever." And indeed, we are being investigated. Right. Right. And we and they say, "Oh, so you had other friends who who went? Maybe mm-hmm. they saw something. Can we talk to them?" And that's how it goes. And then, of course, suddenly there there's an indictment. Uh, and then, and then suddenly you're in solitary confinement well, well, for like a year for some that's reason. That's worst case scenario. Best case scenario is that we're destroyed by the legal process because the, right. the Fed has all the time in the world. Oh, yeah. And if you don't have a legal defense, then they'll make it very clear that you can go to jail. It's right. like it, it, yeah, and they can keep coming for you for years. That's like they've made that clear, like with the Brandon Straka stuff that he had to do like a, this big apology statement as a part of his plea deal and stuff. And then when he was like going on podcasts and talking about what happened to him, the judge like came after him, right. like, called him back, said you can't be talking like this. You said in your apology statement you were sorry. Like the the enthusiasm with which they went after the January 6th people and you know and we don't even approve of the behavior on January 6th frankly like we're not into that but you know it's really um, eye opening I think for the right and the the shift in beliefs on like federal law enforcement and how trustworthy they are um, has been you know, incredibly damaging for like trust in the quote unquote institutions yeah. that are there. Well, so the, their guys never get arrested. Yeah, it's but you know, but the, the, here's the other thing: Joe Biden can talk about taking that old train to Delaware every night, mm-hmm. but Joe Biden's been living in Washington D.C. since 1972. Right, he knows these people. He parties with these people. He has these people over his house. They drink together. They hang out. He gets Father's Day cards from their them and their kids. Vice versa. These people. This is a an an absolute. Uh, what's it called when you sleep with your parents? Incestuous. Incestuous relationship. It really is. I mean, they're they're family. The swamp is family. Yeah. If he doesn't know the person on the other side of the desk, he knows somebody who knows the person, and vice versa. Yeah. The Trump people are the outsiders. That's why they get the special treatment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Trump, or they're apostates like Roger right, Stone, exactly. who was an insider. They were. They have been insiders with the Clintons and everybody, buddies right. with them. And now they've uh, turned on them. The apostates is, get the special treatment. Michael Flynn gets the special treatment. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, and, and we've talked about that a little before, that in some ways, all the rules that surround this stuff in particular, like the classified information stuff and the sort of like profiting from your uh, career as a civil servant stuff, like all this stuff of, you know, foreign government. And this was part of the point that Tucker made in his thing, too, when he said, like, everybody used to do this stuff, this um foreign government influence peddling stuff and nobody was ever prosecuted for it but like part of the point is that all of washington is doing this stuff they have all mishandled classified information they have all walked home with stuff they have all like you know done foreign influence stuff they're not supposed to do anybody who's been in washington for long enough is exposed to these types of prosecutions so the DOJ knows that they have you like anybody who's worked in Washington can be gotten on this stuff. It's like the thing where they say that every person like commits three felonies a day or whatever that thing is, you know, that everybody's like out here committing crimes all the yes. time because there's so many crimes and they're so convoluted and you can't like avoid committing them all the time. And so like so much becomes just prosecutorial discretion, like who they decide to prosecute for stuff and who they don't. Like, I think that's incredibly magnified in Washington, D.C. And I think it's a huge part of how all these agencies control people. Like, look at the Matt Gates stuff, like how they essentially were blackmailing him over 
you know, an investigation for something that wasn't even clear that he like ever did anything at all. Right. You know, this this is how they maintain power and influence and prevent, you know, anybody from ever cutting back on their agencies, on their budgets, on firing people, on firing the political actors and everything. It's, you know, it, this is how this game works is everybody in Washington, D.C. is exposed to the risk of these types of prosecutions if they don't toe the line, which is why, like, you know, Everybody in Congress writes these angry tweets about and hauls people in front of subcommittees to testify and, you know, holds people in contempt of Congress if they don't do what they w- But they never do anything about the FBI right. and the DOJ and all the rogue deep state actors. Like Congress, yeah, we talk about like, oh, Trump should get in there and then he'll clean house and do X, Y, Z. I'm not necessarily convinced that he will, but... Um, you know, people will talk about like, oh, a president needs to get in there and do all this stuff. Like Congress could also do this stuff. You'd get it. You'd have to be a guy. And maybe Trump is especially isolated because he, he, uh, he. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. He defenestrated a lot of the swamp Sherpas that he had hired. So he made more enemies in the Beltway, whereas he had... I mean, it is possible to affect the swamp dwellers if you've got some allies in the swamp. Right. Who have pull, who have some juice. Right. But Trump, like... He also hired, like, every swamp dweller ever. He did, but but and then a lot of them turned against him. So, right. So that was a, that's one of the problems. So... And so he, I mean, it's it's, pro, it, it's possible that that like um, who else is running? Who's been in there for a while? It's possible that Lindsey oh. Graham mm-hmm. could redo the Department of Justice. It's possible, you know, he's got pals are in and around there. He know he talks to talk. He speaks the language, you know. Mm-hmm. But a, a guy like Trump, I don't think so. Maybe DeSantis. DeSantis was in Congress for a while. So he knows people. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes, like, when you see this stuff that it's, like, so obviously corrupt and they obviously, like, don't care at all if people can see it or not, it does make you feel, like, kind of despondent. Like, is it actually possible to fix it without there being, like, a full-scale revolution? I'm going to go full Kurt Schelling here. I don't know. I don't know. It's, um... It's not a great situation, and, like, I don't see how, like you said, this is, like, rage-inducing stuff when you see Hunter Biden get away with all this stuff. Um, um, okay. Can why, we, why don't we switch gears? I want to switch gears to somebody who happier. I have mixed feelings. Oh, this isn't happy. I have mixed feelings about. Is this the New York Post story that yes. I told you? Yes, I know why you have mixed feelings yes. about her. Yana Fry. Mm-hmm. I divorced my dying husband. He wallowed in self-pity and killed my vibe by Andrew Court. I don't know in what context this whole thing happened. I I read some of it. Their age difference is similar to our age difference, actually. Uh, A woman has opened up about why she divorced her dying husband, saying that his five-year cancer battle took a toll on their marriage as he wallowed in self-pity. Uh, She wed her late husband when she was 22 and dreamed of starting a family with him, but the bride's dreams were soon dashed when her husband, then 37, was diagnosed with testicular cancer. We couldn't really think about our future, she told Caters. I don't know who that is. Um, 
How can you plan for your future as a newly married couple when you're struggling with something like cancer? Um, people react one of two ways to critical illnesses. I've seen it over and over. She continued. The first type was how my husband unfortunately was the people who drown in self pity. The second type of people are those who instead are concerned with everyone around them. Really? Is that a type of person who gets cancer and worries about the people around them? Fry, who was living in New York City with her husband, said no one was worried about how she was doing during the difficult time. We saw different kinds of doctors. Not a single person ever offered me help, she bemoaned. They never asked, do you need a support system? Are you part of a counseling Ooh. group? Her husband continued treatment for his cancer, but his disease only worsened. I was hoping for the best with my ex-husband's cancer, but the years went by and I started to lose hope. It was five years with all the treatments and it started to change the dynamics within our relationship. It wasn't until the fifth year that I started to think about leaving, she continued, but I felt like I couldn't say anything. When someone is dying, you feel like you can't talk about your own well-being because you compare it to their suffering. She was motivated to finally leave her sickly spouse after a friend took her own life. It was my first There's funeral. There's my opportunity. And it was very shocking, she explained. In my mind at the time, suicide became an option. It was clear to me if I didn't save myself, I was going to die, she dramatically added. She then filed for divorce from her husband, leaving him stunned. Um. Uh, I can't say he was his main focus was more and more so about him she stated at the beginning of his treatment he was still checking on me but he felt even more pity for himself because of the divorce I can't say he was hugely supportive she further admitted of her decision to end their union but what was even harder was the reaction of society which I didn't expect she says people sent her horrible messages and her husband's family was were disappointed People were in pain and they wanted to blame someone, she explained. They subsequently stopped speaking. He ended up remarrying before he passed away two years later. I actually found out on Facebook that he passed away. There was a picture of him from a common friend that said, rest in peace. No one called and told me, she says. She's since moved to Singapore and works as a life coach. She's also Oh, that's great. Remarried. She says she has no regrets, but admits she spent years in therapy trying to work through her complicated emotions. So I have a couple things to say about this. One, she has no bad feelings toward her late ex-husband, by the way, <laughs> which is nice of her. One, uh, ultimately, women ultimately are selfish. That's one. Mm -hmm. Two, I thought about this when we were having uh, fighting mm -hmm. that since you, you when you fight you stop being your best person and your best husband and your best wife and so and so like this guy yeah had abandoned himself and was running he was burning capital you know that was built through the years or the mm -hmm. year whatever it was right and so like, you can only suspend your normal marriage for so long. And while you work on it in an emergency way, mm -hmm. or you start degrading the years of goodwill and feelings, you know? Right. So I think for, for when he became a bitch, which I understand because he had cancer, eventually it was what it was, and it was... She's obviously a woman who wants to be taken care of. She yeah. wants, in he, his weakened state, that wasn't going to work forever. That said, in her defense, you know, yes, he had cancer and they're married, but life is a, a life is a bunch of volume of moments. In mm -hmm. most moments, she got sick of him. Yeah. Yes, he had cancer. But also, yes, he's miserable around her. It's a life suck. It's a dishonorable thing she did, but sometimes the dishonorable thing you do is what you think you need or what you need. Right. I mean, that would be terrible if he's if, if the guy's... Well, yeah, but obviously she didn't, she must not have, you know, liked him that much. Right. Or what she liked about him, because he, he was older, mm -hmm. wiser, probably much more alpha. That guy was gone. 
And now right. it was a guy who was just deteriorating in a pain in the ass, probably. And she's hot. So <laughs> what is your take? Uh, I think that's terrible, obviously, to do that. Women leave husbands. Yeah, but... Maybe... Well, but I'm I think, sure. I mean, I don't know. I guess, I guess to me, the thing is that you, like, don't leave people when they, like, need your help. You know what I'm saying? Like, Well, I mean, I think that's the, the kind and moral consideration, absolutely. But even, like, I mean... I mean, I think it's I precisely think, what a marriage is, is to have each other's backs. Well, right. And even sometimes, like, even sometimes when people do break off marriages, they you know, still have each other's backs in some ways when things go wrong. You know, like if you really actually had a strong relationship with the person, right? Like, I mean, your parents divorced, but when your mom got sick, your dad was involved, right? With talking about like how stuff would be handled and, you know. Uh, Well, my brother and I were, were older. I mean, we were in our yeah, 30s. No, so. you were adults, but still right. like your dad was still like involved in your well, mom's like life and knew yeah, about yes, her yes, treatments they, it yes. wasn't like yes they were as yes it yes. wasn't like oh i can't deal with this they, see yes. ya but like they were I, they showed courtesy to each other certainly right and i think there but i think there's like a weird thing that happens now where people in particular like people are so uncomfortable with sickness and death and stuff and like and, we've and she gotten was very so, young but we're so uncomfortable as a society with sickness and death and all this stuff that we have and we've successfully, which is a blessing, removed a lot of sickness and death from our everyday world thanks to a lot of wonders of modern medicine and nutrition and stuff, right? So people are very cut off generally from how ugly and scary and traumatizing that whole world is of people dying in hospitals and terrible treatments and being sick and weak and like talking to doctors. And I mean, that stuff's terrible. Yes, it is. The whole it's thing terrible. is terrible. It's awful to go through. Yes. And I think, but I think that like a lot of people are so astonished by having to encounter something terrible and not having like the world stop for them that they like just, you know, if they don't have kids or whatever, like obviously like you don't, you don't see people doing this with children, like abandoning them because of medical issues, generally speaking. Um, but um, you know, I think most people are so like unprepared for the difficulty of what sickness and death entails that they're like, if I don't have to deal with this, like if I'm not legally bound to be here in this situation, and if it's not happening to me, then sayonara. Like if I have a way out, I am taking it because it sucks. Right. right? Obviously, it sucks more for him because he doesn't have a way out. Like he is just stuck with it. And you know it could easily happen. By the way, do we feel like that the his new wife kind of got screwed? Maybe he's really rich or something. I don't know. Well, man, maybe, maybe. But, that but I like... love at the end of the article how the woman who left him is like, "I'm so I have no ill feelings for him." Like, oh, congratulations to you. And she's like, "I'm so happy he got remarried. I hope they had a beautiful life together." No, they had the same life together that you left. I'm sure it freaking sucked. But maybe she like actually liked him or something, right? Because obviously, he was like, her vibe. right? But obviously, like, if it was your kid or something, like somebody, like your kid, you really care about, right? Then you would not have a second's hesitation about spending that time in the hospitals and dealing with the doctors and doing that, even though it's still hard and difficult. And you would want to spend every freaking second that you could with yeah, your kid. Yeah, but it's not the same. A, your, a kid is, is you. A husband is a, a partner. Or a wife is a partner. Yeah, but I mean, it is supposed to be family right and i think and also actually, i think you know it would else? be different if this couple had kids also because i think that having kids with someone makes them it, it puts them into right. a different relationship with you than than it would otherwise right yeah so i think that that like creates that dynamic where you like wouldn't abandon somebody but it, you know it i think that yeah if you really care about somebody then you would treasure any moments you have left with that person 
it would like be weird to me to imagine like getting so annoyed by the whole hospital situation that I would just leave you to fend for yourself with it. Like when you're sickly and dying, like yeah. just seems like terrible. I don't know. I, it just seems to me that if you really cared about a person, you couldn't do that. Even, I don't know. It's interesting. There was some discourse on the timeline a little while ago, like a few weeks ago, maybe about, um, and mostly it was like sex workers explaining how virtuous they are and what an important service they provide for mm -hmm. society because they were saying that like you know we provide this important service because like imagine like a husband whose wife is dying and she can't sleep with him and like mm -hmm. we can provide him that relief or that am like I, outlet am i green lit no am i no your girl, though. I'm a man. <laughs> no. And I think that's also disgusting and insane. Like, I mean, you want to be sleeping with a hooker instead of being with your dying wife? Like, what an insane thing to want to be uh, doing. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, you, you, the, you're supplemented by the hooker. Mm. How ill do you have to be before I am greenlit to... I, not, not hooker, but just hook up with somebody. I don't, I don't know. But it, ha I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Broken uh, leg? No, not broken leg. <laughs> You're not greenlit to hook up with somebody if I get a broken leg. But then it was interesting because then there's all these guys selfish. and then there's all these yeah, guys in the, in the comments being like, well, men need sex, though. Would you deny your husband like, the true. ability to true. eat? No, no. No, and so then people were posting the thing. They're like, "If he dies, he dies." So wait a meme second. Can with I the put a, can I put a call out? Thing? Yeah. If you would like to be Alice's understudy, no, please let what? Let me say something. What? If you, no, do you if don't... I'm dying, right? Yes, yes. And if you don't get to sleep with a chick, then you're gonna die. I'm okay with you dying. From that. From lack of being able well, to sleep to with somebody else. Well, to me, that's your way of giving me the green light. Because no. you're telling me that you have a dark heart anyway and go sow my oats. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. What is the hot sauce, Alice? Or do you want to do racist uh, fat? Oh, yeah. BMI, like the SATs and everything else, is now racist, too. It's, um, uh, oh, and uh, remember I told you that I'm sure that you could get an LGBTQ letter if you wanted one? Yes. It turns out Men's Health has an article for that. Um, I'm in? If you are attracted to women or femininity, okay. this might be the label for you. Are you a gynosexual? I guess so. Oh, so I am. I'm, I, I'm... Gynosexuality refers to being sexually attracted to femininity. Well, there you and go. And women. Good. It's a relatively new term in the lexicon of sexual orientation. It's under the LGBTQ umbrella. Good. Now I get to twerk in front of a room full of kiddos. Some gynosexual people are attracted to feminine people of all genders, while others are just uh, attracted to feminine people of one gender. Good. We're so getting a you. pride yep. progress flag. Good. There you go. Some people may also use terms like gynophilic or gynoromantic oh, to good. express an affinity for women and feminine partners. There you go. Here we go. That's good. This is my month then. See? You have to be yep. good to me all it's month. It's Pride Month for you now. So. That's right. There I you want go. you to start. I'm going to start wearing one of those leather dog masks around. Mm -hmm. Is that the is move? That, no, that's um, like, isn't that basically kind of like being furries, sort of? Well, it, except without the fur. It's yeah, just... but it's like people pretending to be animals for. Um... That's what my buddy Sam Brinton likes. Yeah, he is not a I'm gyno not... sexual. I'm not a fan of that. I don't okay. like it. What's the uh, hot sauce, Helby? That is the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. They bring us the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline Chat Chat, where you can leave messages and we'll play them. Is it true what I heard the other day? Tom effusing over Danny from Belrick's phone or the connection. Oh, Alice, it sounds so good. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Wait a second. He's, he's saying I'm a, uh, I'm a Danny sexual? Is that what he's getting at? <laughs> oh. Such a frequency modulation. Actually, mo this is <laughs> Tim's. This call, Tim. This one sounds good too, and it's birdless. Frequency modulation mo statement to make, but anyway, <laughs> I actually agree. And I also want to say, 
the phone sounded good because we could hear Danny's lisp as well as, I don't know, is he wearing braces now, a headgear? It's all I could imagine him sitting on Bill Ricca looking like Jaws from uh, James Bond movie. <laughs> Moonraker. That's great. Do you remember Jaws from Moonraker, Alice? No. Making these calls. But you know what? In the end, even though he lashed out at me, dare I say attacked me, all his points were valid, by the way. I can't disagree with a single one. <laughs> Still going to be on the same wiffle ball team because you know what? I pick winners, baby. Oof. <laughs> There you go, Alice. Thoughts? Um, I'm happy for them. I hope that Tim's they've worked out their issues and they're gonna enjoy the wiffle ball team together. I hope Tim's wife doesn't leave him just because he had the heart attack and he was laid up. Don't complain about it, Tim. Girls, Yana left her husband for such things. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, I, I have no ailments uh, yet, and I think <laughs> when we discover them, it's going to be pretty Too late, pretty quick. <laughs> You're planning on making a speedy exit, yeah, I'm like you here. do when you drink at night. Correct. I'm not fighting it. Hey, Tom, those are yeah. some great shots of some very old-looking meats for sale. Oh yes. My- oh, well, today, today was the pork take. I actually mm. got some plaudits from my wife for once. Can you imagine? I that? know those were like not completely scary, like some of the deli meats that, that was a, frightened that, me. If you're looking for that, that score was at the Market Basket in Roland. I, I got there really, really early too. It's oh, just wonderful. We're a shake and bake family now too, so I got some shake and bake. The, the Market Basket brand. Oh, fake Market shake ba- and bake. Yeah. Basket. I don't blame you because I went to Costco. I bought five pounds of steak tip meat. That's sirloin, so that's good. Mm-hmm. It's expensive, though. It cost me $10 no! a pound. $10 a pound. And that 50. was the best I could find around here yeah. in Essex County. So um, I applaud you. Thank you. I applaud you. you for all of your cheapness. That is- oh, the gun truck's here. <laughs> I got to go get a 9 millimeter. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> I like a good you know what we should probably do we should have we should use for the all you can eat pod we should um, encourage people to share deals and where they are if people want to you know what I mean yeah if, yeah because yeah, people sometimes don't like to share their no, deals no I know so. if something's good in the rotten section like so for instance if the pork bellies were all discounted I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't let everybody know because I would want to buy them all <laughs> um, but it's a good idea to share it I, I'm all for that and actually why is Market Basket Advertising. Have you pitched them yet? No, you're the pitcher of stuff. To I got us Big Cat. Do we have Big Cat? Name the podcast. What's the other podcast we're, <laughs> we're starting else? The Butter Halves podcast, I hear, is going to be featured on the uh, Kirk Minahan Network. Hey, I was very excited about um, that. I've got some ideas for this. Okay. But um, that, but the more I'm excited that. too. And you are, um, you are explaining to people a new chat procedure as well. That's right. And that's. Do you want me to explain now? Oh, we can. Save I haven't it. even in time to see what the re- reaction okay. of that okay. is. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that in a bit. Okay. Here we go. I want to make this pretty quick because I don't want to take up too much of your time. But you absolutely did mention the speed ticket thing in the episode of Can You Imagine? Right around the 302 mark. Thank you. Bye. Speeding ticket. Three hundred two mark. Is in? Can you imagine? Was can in, you imagine seven eighty nine? Three hundred two mark. Okay, I gotta sign into this thing. Burn barrel. Uh, say something else. Um. So yeah, I don't remember what you said either, but we didn't go check, so I don't know. But yeah, you didn't get a speeding ticket that day, but you must have been referencing something that happened in the past. Is that plausible? What were you talking about a speeding ticket for? Seven eighty nine, huh? Yeah. All right. Are you there? I'm here. No, I know that you're there. <laughs> I mean, what's the question? Are you at seven eighty nine? I'm not anywhere. Seven eighty nine. You're Can looking you for seven eighty nine. Three minutes in. Okay. Three minutes in. Okay. okay. I'm going to go three minutes. Three minutes. Three minutes. Here's one minute. Three twenty five. Three oh five. Two fifty nine. Saying Biden wasn't a dictator. Dictator. <coughs> Thank you. Well, this is I should have probably still... hit mute on my end too here because it's just a distant, distant, <laughs> distant How am I going to get to a speeding ticket? Um, I don't know. Yeah, it, 
It was very funny. I like Tucker getting to stretch his legs and like mm-hmm. be kind of a it humorist, might be off too which because is really where his heart that can move where stuff is. So would it be earlier then? Uh, I don't know. Or later. We're, we're going to have to investigate further off no. the air and get back. Saying, like, the point. I, th- I, I think the pared down version is exactly what he wants. Having to explain, like, just ask. Uh, we're exceptionally or yeah. exclusively really busy because I know that you guys are too. Okay. It's gonna be and it's just, I'm just saying that, holy Jesus. And now we're having more kids, which is just... I mean, oh, I know the speeding ticket thing. Okay. The Maryland thing. Okay, it was Maryland. That's, those are yeah. Alice's speeding tickets. They're not my speeding tickets. Right, but she's got about 75 of them because somebody has our... My car was our old being car, scrapped Our burnt orange minivan. The, if you're listening and you're getting those tickets, please drive the speed limit. <laughs> and stole them, and now they're in Maryland getting speeding tickets. Right, and tickets. the sheriffs want Alice to head to court. Just heard Alice talking about the fisting class and made yes. me realize that Woodshop really has gone in a way different direction from when I remember when, you know, kids would make maybe a wooden dildo on the lathe as a joke. Ha ha. But anyway, this class, uh, I'm assuming it's very hands on. And what do you have to do to graduate? Don't answer that. I have a feeling I know what you have to do in that class to graduate. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> I'm so glad I'm not in school anymore. Oh, my goodness. Lathe is a lovely word, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Very nice. Um, thank you so much for the chat chat messages. Tom will get into whatever the new procedure is going to be uh, next time. We'll talk about that. Uh, you can find the chat chat at burnbarrelpodcast.com. Of course, that's also where you can find all the various places to listen for free. That, uh, you know, all the places you like to listen to podcasts, Rumble, YouTube, etc. If you like to watch live and be in the chat, uh, you can do that at Patreon. We also put some extra content there each week. That's patreon.com slash burnbarrel. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.